Welcome to the Games Revealed Podcast, brought to you by Bunny Strike Studios, all you mortals. Because we're going to be prepared to end this podcast with some type of combat to see who truly is immortal here. I'm pretty sure uh, they need a uh, Diamond Hands character in that game. Uh, this is Tyson Diamond Hands Tyson. Maybe we can get it all Tekken style and bring a panda in as well. Uh, this is Shagwa, and if you guys have ever wanted to justify how you could just be a tough beat cop who doesn't play by the rules, who also has magical powers but doesn't, but exists in a world where there's Shaolin monks, ninjas with magic powers that went to Harry Potter school, and monsters with people bodies but monster faces, or monster bodies but people faces, have we got the game for you. It's it's Mortal Kombat 11. (laughs) The ultimate version of Mortal Kombat. It is. You can literally throw anything in to Mortal Kombat because the story is so primo. You could bring in Alien. You could bring in Terminator. Zelda could show up one of these days. I heard they tried to get Doom Guy once. Joker's Anything's possible. Like, no matter what your plot is, no matter what genre you're telling your story in, dude, He-Man could be in this game. Uh, Sir, Sir, Sir Lancelot could be in this game. The he one, the one game. from Monty Python could He's be in there. this game. He the Black the Knight. Oh, my gosh. Mortal Kombat 12, Black Knight, please. That'd be pretty cool. You could even have his flesh wounds be his fatalities. You could cut even... your arm off. No, you didn't. <laughs> you could even bring in a... B level movie, and exactly. that's what this game—that's what this game story is. Dude, this game has a B level movie actor in it as <laughs> one of the main characters. That's true. Oh, it, we'll get we'll get to that later. But honestly, uh, it is literally one of the worst stories I've ever watched. Uh, that was a hard story to get to, and the initial introduction of the characters. Ooh, wow, that was ridiculous. Just the jumping and, like, getting everyone, like, okay. It was like the Rick Sanchez, uh, uh, or the uh, Rick and Morty episode of the uh, Ocean's Eleven heists, where it just felt like people were showing up, and they're like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. (laughs) So I hated the story. It did get a little bit better as you got through it, but honestly, yeah, it it was a rough story to watch and then occasionally fight in. And then you couldn't even fatality him, which I get it. That would have ruined the story. But come on. But come on. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say for real, though, like, because I was thinking that as I played. I just recently played through 10 as well because I figured I should hit the gap in between the middle of the two games that I played. And uh, you couldn't do it in that one either. And I remembered that you couldn't do it in 11. And, like, what are, you, what are we missing? What are we missing? How many times does a guy get fatalityed and then come back as a revenant in this game? Like, come on, yeah. son. Let me let me fatality a fool during the gameplay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They recorporate. We just <laughs> cracked their skulls to the point where their brain is mush. They still get up. Yeah, no. The, well, the story... Yeah, I, I still enjoyed parts of it for some weird reason because I guess I like B level movies. Yeah, and uh, parts of it were entertaining. Yeah, parts of it were, and we'll get into all the ridiculousness <laughs> that it comes with. But man, four hours this is almost four hours of cutscenes. Which I mean, how are you going to make like a fighting game story amazing? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen one. It's just you know, they could have done a little bit better. I was going to say, I feel like they could have done a hell of a lot better than. Yeah, I mean, but it does surprisingly look good despite that, though. But anywho, uh, I got to start this off because it is Mortal Kombat with the story time. Because I feel like most people's introduction to Mortal Kombat is similar to this. It's usually with a group of friends or at an arcade or on someone's Sega system that they had because that's where most people had this game. But we're talking about Eleven, and that tradition carries through all the way onto this Eleventh game. So for me, I hadn't really played a Mortal Kombat since like the original trilogy, except for a couple of Garbo ones on the 64 that I just didn't bother with. Um, and we went up to a board game convention, me and like four other friends. And that night we came back and got plastered and decided to pop in Mortal Kombat 11. And we just passed the controller around and beat the snot out of it. And then everyone fell asleep. And then there was me and one other kid awake, but he was done playing. So I, because I'm the video game nerd, I stayed up and finished it. And they stayed up and watched me finish it. <laughs> But it was awesome. We just sat there in one sitting and finished it with a group of friends. And I think it's part of what endears Mortal Kombat 11 to me 
is because it reminds me of those days playing with my brothers or with my friends where you'd get you'd high punch your brother so much that he'd start punching you in the leg and give you a dead horse. Or you'd okay, do the okay, same okay. crap to your friend who didn't know any better and they'd get mad and throw the controller. <laughs> or like you do that classic move that you always do with your friends. It's like, give me just a few minutes so I can work through the moveset and figure some things out. Like, okay, and then immediately just start to beat on you. It's just, that. It was all that same nostalgia, but in like a very new and more modern way. Where it was just like a end of the night at some... I mean, it could have been a work shindig for all that matters. And then there we are just passing the controller around playing a fighting game. It was, it was awesome. I loved it. This game makes me want to get like an actual legit controller for it, though. Like, because I got it on the Switch. Oh, you want to yeah. be a fight stick boy? Well, no, not one of those. Not one of those. <laughs> but like an like a actual like uh, one of the Switch controllers you can get that actually feel like a controller. Because you definitely want a little bit more space mm. for those combos and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't bad on the Switch. But uh, it definitely makes you want to have like the the a bigger controller at least for me to actually get into that fighting uh, because that's usually what I'd have to do is just high punch my way out of out of battles. Yep, I will have to say like uh, Mortal Kombat's like the story and all that, um, not the story but the uh, just the, the the legacy it's had. You know, it's been out for what thirty years. You know, it's, it feels oh, like ninety three. Yeah. I think was the first one. Yeah, it's so old. we're we're coming up to yeah. Jeez they're, Louise, they're, yeah. It, it's 20 so it, years. <laughs> Mad. How dare you. Um, so it, it, it's been out for a long time, and, you know, I've played it a lot as a kid um, with other kids. It's just one of those classic ones, and it was bloody back then as, as it is now. It's just, it's, it's always been fun story time, I, or uh, good stories came from it, right? So I, yeah, I'm with you on that one, Shagwa. Like, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, really such a weird progress to how Mortal Kombat's gone from one, like the original to remake to what is now, because they've gone off some really weird yeah, things. But I will have to say, it still, it, it feels like a typical typical Mortal Kombat, like where they took a lot of the same parts that were good about past games and kind of incorporated them into this one. And when I say it's the same thing as like the past, it's not really the same. Mm -hmm. It's just they took. I feel like they took all the good parts. Where they have the towers, they have um, the AI battles. Just the the what's it called? The crypt. The, the, yeah, the crypt. crypt is new, but it's super sweet. The crypt is not new. It came out in the uh, Xbox version, the first Xbox well, version. I just where mean, you can like when you're talking NES. Oh yeah, no, oh, it was yeah, not yeah. back it's there. Been, no, yeah, no, I'm talking the about the tower and all that stuff is straight back yeah. to old school. Yeah, and so like I really like that they've. Um, it, it feels like an ultimate version of Mortal Kombat. Yes, really. I mean, the story could have been improved, but you know, beyond that, that's <laughs> yeah. Once you get out of the story and you actually get into the fighting, it's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and yeah. just uh, we'll just kitty. hit it. We'll hit it right on that here. The reason the story is not good is because they're just trying to get you to play through all the characters so that you will try new characters and you can see who you like before you like you know get into online play and get your ass handed to you by anyone that has played the game for more than ten minutes, which is how that will go. The story. So yeah, that explains why the story is the way it is because they just want you to play through characters. You don't but even play through all of the them. The thing is, you could you could <laughs> still have one character that you pick be like the main guy and like actually carry a story, but still have the ability to go through and play as people. So I am with you guys it's on It's always that. Scorpion. It's like there's a reason it's this way, but like James says, it doesn't have to be this way. No, no. We we, we chose to take the road less traveled. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, and in past games, um, I think there's been one where you get to take a custom character through. You don't actually even get a B. Oh, dope. I, I swear one of the stories is like I know that. they did like a Liu Kang Kung Lao like action RPG thing. They're supposed to be actually really good. I never played it, though. Weird. I never, yeah. Yeah, so this one also feels a little neutered. Like I don't, I can't remember comparing it to 2011 to this one. I don't remember. I do know that they went through and and made uh, the characters more modest. I'm not really complaining about that. It's not the biggest deal. It's just it feels forced. Where you have all the other Mortal Kombat's up to the almost this one, maybe the uh, 10, mm -hmm. where they're they are what they are. This is a very bloody. This is supposed to be a very just extreme game. And it feels weird they they went and made them more, more modest. Not yeah. the guys, but the girls. And it just it's just weird. Well, just because they have such a long history of yeah, having done exactly. It just is kind of a weird way to go about it. And it and even some of the blood and some of the other things feels a little bit more neutered as opposed to previous games where I didn't like that direction. Where I, I think this is the ultimate Mortal Kombat, 
but uh, I think they did, you know, miss it on the story, and then, then I think they just messed with the, uh, just, you know, ma- taming it down a little bit too much, which is just weird because it's Mortal Kombat. Literally in the name, it sounds extreme. Yeah, you know, I can kind of see what you're saying because I think a word that anyone would use to explain this game through its history up until probably the late PS3 era would be over the top. Explicit. And that's... That's kind of how I'm interpreting what you're saying. Is yep. It's not that that stuff isn't there. It's just that the way that they've done it is... It's it's still over the top, but in a very different way. Like It was almost cartoonish, it's the old nerf. way they did it. But in the new it's way, it's much yeah. more like Gorefest thriller type blood. So it's a, it's a completely different approach to how they're doing all that same stuff. And then, yeah, like even the female characters were super over the top, over-characterized... And then they did step back with that in 11, which I actually like because it makes for much more interesting character design. But you absolutely notice it because even in that first reboot game, uh, I think they just call it Mortal Kombat 2011, even that one, the female characters were still just the same over the top that they always have been. So it's definitely a noticeable change, but I don't know that it's one that I technically care about. I I disagree, and it's not even because of the female aspect. It's the whole thing in... in in uh, as a whole, it's the male characters. Even the male characters are dumbed down. Everything seems nerf on these outfits. It feels like it went the Japanese, and I hate to bring it up and, and relate it to this, but the Final Fantasy type <laughs> stylings of characters where it's like the perfect hair and they're all based off of actor faces so you really don't get the, the detail or the scars or the dress detail. Like I remember in one of them there was this meat festering nasty uh, character in like one of the ones, I can't remember, it was one of the ones on Xbox. It was like Redemption or something like that. But you were this meat, nasty, rotting dude that had flies buzzing around him, mold and crap all over his character. Mm-hmm. He just was this gross character, and he had a lot of detail to him. What this feels like is they took all that detail away, all of the cool uniqueness of their outfits, and then just gave him this plastered on, I don't know, unenjoyable thing to look at. And, like, even Scorpion. Scorpion looks cool, but it's all just, it's just this clean layer, I guess. It just doesn't feel as detailed or cared for as the yeah, other ones did. A little sterile. A little sterile. But yeah. Like, there's not enough grime to it. Yeah, nerf. Yeah. Just nerf. Just soft nerf life. Put in a Daryl gif here. It's not meant... It's not really yeah. meant to uh, say the game's bad. It's just... No, it just is different. The, the, yeah, the art direction. I'm, I've, I agree. I'm not fully on board with, but to be honest, it detracts just a little. It's still a great Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and for me, it kind of looks like they they leaned a little towards Street Fighter's new design, where Street Fighter's got those like hugely over designed like thigh muscles and arm muscles and all that stuff. But then it also has like the I don't know if you call that cell shading, but it has a similar effect to it, where like the outlines are overly thick and black, mm. and it gives it that kind of I don't know. It's just a unique look that the new Street Fighter has. I feel like Mortal Kombat kind of leaned that way, but also wanted to stay Mortal Kombat. So you do definitely get a different art style. Yeah. But I actually really like the, the the new direction of it because still nothing else feels like it, and it still feels Mortal Kombat to me. Um, plus, they got so away from their original style for me because the original games were like actual images of people that they then manipulated. Uh, yeah. the and then they got into the 3D era and started doing like polygons and all that weird stuff. And I, I completely skipped that era, so I don't have any nostalgia for that. And I think I'm glad that we got away from the... Working off of images for for your character models, oh, yeah. as dope as that was for the time, though. Yeah, it was and great. It, we should mention here just real quick that uh, this game is and always has been one of those shake 'em up games. But I think it was one of the original shake 'em up games because it it was big news back when the Satanic Panic was happening for everything. For oh yeah, Magic and D and D and this game, and I actually think the ESRB was created because of this game. Yeah, and it was actually the gaming organizations in protest of the government getting their hands involved. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we'll just come up with a rating system. But some of the things you do get in this, talking about it being the ultimate Mortal Kombat, are like the X-ray system, which I believe is new to the reboot, but may have been some of those slightly older ones. Uh, but those are awesome. So you don't even have to do a fatality to feel awesome. You just gotta land uh, uber baller attack without them blocking. And it'll zoom in and show their bones breaking, and it's an auto combo attack, so you don't have to memorize the combo, which is so great. Um, and they usually do a really good job of making each character's feel 
like what you'd expect from that character, which, by the way, is something that Mortal Kombat has always crushed. It's so rare that someone has a moveset that doesn't feel like it belongs to that person. Not to say they're all fun to play, but uh, it typically fits the character. So I, I've always loved the X-Ray mode, and as someone who really liked the original series, the reboot for me, and especially this newest game, has been such a nice return to that format while still giving you the best of all the new things that have come out through the series, through 64 and Xbox and PS2, PS3 era. So you really do get the best of all the worlds, except for, unless you're a Tyson guy, maybe the 360 levels. That's probably the only thing missing, but I kind of hated that personally. (laughs) (laughs) Added a new level of technicality. I liked the X-Ray, though. The X-Ray is cool, and it turns out there's, like, three moves that you can do that can cause that to happen, like, get that X-Ray move. But you can only do them once per, like, once per fight, you know? And once you use it, it's like your, it's like your, uh, the real low one where you do the bottom buttons at the same time and do your big combo brutality whatever thing. Yep. You can only use that once. So same thing like these other ones. But the first place I came into with the X-Ray was Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah, that oh. with the PlayStation Move? Uh, no, no, no. That was the fight. That <laughs> oh, was the gotcha. fight. But Fight Club came out on the original Xbox, and I love the movie Fight Club, so I was jacked to the tits, Bob's tits, uh, for that game. And they have that X-Ray combo stuff in there. And so I don't know who did it first, if it was Xbox or if it was them. I just That's where I first remember seeing it. And then when I saw it in, a, in Mortal Kombat, it made me want to play those yeah. even more. Because yeah. it's just that slow motion, boom, and you see everything crack, and it gets so brutal and nice, and the guts explode. Oh, it, it has that thing we talked about with our trailers from E3 where you feel, you feel yeah. those things. And then the eyes pop out and fatalities yeah. and stuff. It's awesome. It's fantastic. It's kind of like the bullet time of fighting games, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it really should be in every fighting game. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the slow motion stuff is awesome. It's pretty It's pretty gory, though. Like, I, I, I really like it. I think it'd be hard to put in some of the other ones where they're a little bit more tame. Because, man, seeing those bones crack, some of those, like, some of the fatalities, some of the x-rays, I'm, I'm just like, oh, wow, this is actually getting to me a little bit. Yeah. I, mean, I could watch someone grind up into, a, like, a freaking tri- uh, chipper. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't struggle, but seeing it on the inside, which their I'd Jason character might actually have that fatality. Oh, maybe, Ooh. yeah, freaking heck, gosh. <laughs> uh, but um, so talking about harm to the characters in the game, there's also harm to the developers too, um, and it's partially this one. So it's a two part problem, I think. One is that there was a lot of crunch. That's what caused it. But mm-hmm. then working on a gory game. So this is from Wikipedia. In 2019, Mortal Kombat 11 developers were diagnosed with PTSD after spending a long time working with the violent visuals used in the video game, with a worker avoiding sleep uh, sleep due to having violent dreams during sleep. The development company was also criticized for lacking formal process, standard procedure, all you know, all that stuff. And so it's just kind of weird, like a lack of sleep can do that, you know? So yeah. then you end up with violent dreams. Or if you're working on something way too much, I've been there with Doom alone. I played Doom like for two days, you know, and I played a ton of it, and I played it into the night until like two, one, one night, and then throughout the whole, but the, I don't, with the gory stuff, I'm usually the opposite. I'm like going through, like with the Doom game, doop, doop, <laughs> killing demons. This guy was getting killed by yeah. the demons. Sounds like more or less, but it's just interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like he probably had a lot more going on. <laughs> and uh, you got to get your sleep in. Maybe gamer crunch is a bad thing. <laughs> or developer crunch. Yeah, I think for me it's probably more from the wombo combo. Because lack of sleep sets you up for all kinds of like uh, mental, mental deficiencies that you otherwise wouldn't necessarily be susceptible to. Yeah. Not to say that these people wouldn't have got PTSD regardless, but lack of sleep will put you on an accelerated track for that for sure. So I would, I'd say it's probably the crunch, because when you think about some of these other games that have come out, oh, yeah. Outlast, uh, the PT demo, even Resident Evil, and you don't hear stories like this from any of those games, It's it's got to be well, some secret sauce that's setting up that, that, uh, that hot box to make that possible. 
Yeah. I think you're correct, and I don't think they would have had as many issues if they weren't working on it. Like, we probably would have heard anything, but because they were probably crunching so hard, and maybe it was just one person, and so, like, they were just super susceptible. Yeah, or yeah. it's just a real smart PR campaign, because let's face it, Mortal Kombat has always just taken these That's, types of news articles and been like, buy our game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look how hard our, one of our guys worked. He has PTSD, and he can't sleep. We made it a fatality in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they must have not been sleeping on this one, because they decided to make Raiden look like David Hasselhoff, or as I like to call him, Radelhoff. Uh, that was probably one of the most annoying things about playing through the story, was just watching and listening to Raiden. Woof. That guy went from being one of the coolest Mortal Kombat characters of all time to... The biggest The guy bag. that hosts the games. So you have your narrator, but he's there physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was not a fan of that of that uh, Raiden, and honestly, I was not a fan of most of the uh, most of them because they're all based off of like actors and their fate. Not all of them. I mean, I can't. I don't know if they all are. Feels like a good majority of them are, but the ones that are, you can't really jack with their faces or give them crazy scars, or they just made everything too clean. And Mortal Kombat is the grisly extent of these hardened warriors that are going to have some scars. I mean, shit, even Johnny Cage has a scar on his cheek from when his uh, younger version took a shot to the cheek and got all teary-eyed about his face and then went on some ridiculous freaking uh, juggernaut mission. Anyway, so obviously they're going to be grizzled. Obviously they can be scarred because Johnny Cash, or Johnny Cash... Johnny, Johnny Cage is scarred, as Johnny Cash is with them needles. Um, so it's just a little ridiculous. Love you, Johnny. And, and one of the points, and one of the parts with freaking Johnny, is in the story right about the same part. He's chasing what is it, Noob Cybot, I think, or the Red Robot. I can't remember the darn the darn I robot's think, name. Oh no, I think the the yellow one, Sector. I, I swear it's remember. Noob Cybot, but it's ones. the Red Robot. Um, and he's chasing him with a tank, right? He's just run over a bunch of dudes, and you can figure out a way to load that tank. You know that that thing's got some shells in it. If not, the machine guns themselves are loaded and ready to rock. So then he's chasing this dude, and all of a sudden this ship rises up, and he's got that tank pointed right at the ship, and he just goes, oh, shit, and decides to do a Tokyo Drift to the side to take the shot to the tracks. And then in the end, he's like, this is how I'll get him. Satchel charge in the tank. I'm going to blow the tank up because that plane's going to for show come low enough. And sure enough, guys, spoiler, it does. And he blows it up. Guys, every plot needs a twist. And how better to throw off your audience than to have the tank not do what the tank always does. Oh, of course, it's going to shoot the plane. Plot twist. Plot twist. I'm going to Tokyo <laughs> Drift instead. Ha-ha! Uh, plot twist would be like he shoots the plane, then it comes down and kills him. That would be more yeah! a better twist. Uh, I know that sounds weird, the tank but... or something. Yeah, it, making something that's super obvious without showing something beforehand, like a little, like, Maybe there wasn't any ammo. They could have. Sh- there's there's yeah. ways you can yeah. lead into better, and they didn't do a good job. Well, if Fire! You, if no really, ammo. Oh, fuck! If you really, yeah, that would have made sense. Because if you're really into tanks, you know that it actually does take multiple people to man the guns and the gun. Future. Yeah, well, hey, yeah. Look, at, look at that but, tank. But that you Johnny Johnny Cage fires his AR like this. He doesn't need to shoulder it. Yeah. He could throw. He's got the power to lift everything. He could literally one drive it with that, that in his dinger, and then grab <laughs> the shell with his hand. Shove it into the tank and just be like, yeah. I saw it happen he in does the documentary. Have Hollywood gun skills. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and it it would be hard, but again, that's why I go back to the fifty cals. <laughs> they also had a, a mounted machine gun on top too uh-huh. that he had that he's right next to. He's like resting oh, his arms, geez. it feels like on it, yeah. and then he's like, oh crap, huh. satchel. Yeah. <sighs> I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying plot twist. Stop you know, another good him. plot <laughs> twist would have been the helicopter blows up and you see the fan. It's about to chop one of the main heroes up. And then psych out it's not the helicopter blade. It's Katana's fan. <sighs> and then Johnny, <laughs> then Johnny Cage could have split ducked it. But, <laughs> no, the, already we came up with a thousand better ideas than what actually took place in that. And I really feel like it was just phoned in. There's been so many better stories for Mortal Kombat. Anyway, but talking about Katana, I I really enjoyed. This is a good part. This is a part where I'm pumped. I was jacked to the literal Katana, <laughs> Katana's. 
when she sliced through Shao Kahn's face or whatever that son of a gun's name. What is his name? Uh, I think Shao Kahn. Is it yeah. Shao Kahn? Shao Kahn's, Holy the, cow. Skull. Shao yeah. Kahn's the skull face. Yeah. yeah, it's right in the big battle where they're fighting and they got Kotal Kahn right there. And I think it's like right after he just beat the shiz out of Kotal Kahn and almost killed him. Katana comes in ding, 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 and becomes Katana Khan. <laughs> but that freaking slice right through it, and I mean, they do have some pretty cool, cool kill animations, yeah. uh, especially towards the end where Luke, Luke Kang, Radelhoff gets their head chopped off if Radelhoff. you lose the fight. Oh yeah, it's not. I lost that fight a lot, <laughs> but no, that was awesome. I loved it. Really cool way to finally end that guy again, because again he's dead, and then Chron- Chronograph decides to bring everybody back and disrupt the timeline. So killing his ass again was awesome, and the fact that Katana Khan, or Katana is now the Khan. It's cool. It's nice to get <laughs> Katana Khan. We Katana Khan. It's nice to get a Katana Khan, but a female Khan. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah, because we've had. Shao Kahn. Yeah. We had Kotal Kahn. Then we had this game where they meet, which apparently there's something special about them. Yeah, meeting. we have some other guys. Then you had Shang Soon, who is yeah. a dope bad guy, but makes an appearance in this one, actually, because of all the Shinnok. time travel. We haven't mentioned that, by the way, but lots of time travel, lots of retconning in this third <laughs> game, which I actually like, not because of how it makes the story go in 11, but because of what it does for the reboot as a whole. And as but you yes, learned, it does you feel very like. Quick, let's change everything so it makes sense. <laughs> but anywho, that's all I'll say about that. But yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff like that. Lots of cool <coughs> violence, lots of fun stuff. But then lots of, as Tyson would call it, phoned-in stuff. But as I, what I would call it, the secret sauce that makes Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat, which honestly is phoning it in. Like, how many magazines does it take to screw in a light bulb? <coughs> Apparently none. None. You can just sit there and shoot that light bulb with a never-ending chain gun... Like Kano has. Uh. Never-ending chain. He doesn't have the backpack. He doesn't even have the side-mounted magazine. But he's firing... (coughs) Excuse me, I drank a really bad drink earlier. Down the wrong tube. Anyway, he's just firing non-stop. It's nonsense. Uh, it's nonsense. Put the backpack on him for crying out loud. He's got a magic clip. This is, yeah. There's time traveling. You see the glass... Bippity-boppity-bippity-boppity-gun. Yeah, exactly. It works. It's it's like the most consistent thing in the whole game was that. Yeah. Not you guys. It's the inconsistencies. <laughs> it's the things that don't make exactly sense. Exactly right. If there's one thing you can always count on, it's not counting on anything. <laughs> oh, but no, it's so it's just like you have so many opportunities to do some cool stuff. It could have been a mounted gun. It could have been a chain gun. Just put the backpack on him, you lazy bastards. Um, but so many different things that could have happened. And I don't know how to transition into this next one, but it's mine, so I'm just going to go into it. So getting away from it, we're getting into kind of like characters that suck, and also, why? Why even bother this? So they're in the battle. Jax and Jax are, are buddies now, right? And this is towards the, the final battle. Everyone's beating the shiz out of demons, fighting their way ever forward, and everyone's basically handling it. And then Jax just, like, throws some punches Gets a one-two combo knocked into his face, and then his buddy has to come in, and they have to wombo combo take out one demon, proving Jax is the worst character of all. (laughs) Jax plus Jax equals Half-Life 4 confirmed. (laughs) You really tried hard on that one. Well, it's like Metroid. We're going to get Half-Life 4, and then you got to throw it in there, and then we'll get new information about Half-Life 3. Yeah, exactly. You move those letters (laughs) around, it's going to make it. But no, that literally makes Jax the worst MK champ. And you could have made him so cool with those burning fists of steel. Yeah, you could have actually made him a lot cooler. And his, like, whole story through the whole thing is just kind of... Eh. That's I your would, daughter there, man. I would say all like anyone else... Is, yeah, he probably has one of the weakest ones in the whole story mode, mm. in my opinion. Um, even though, I mean, the betrayal is kind of interesting. Why he, you know, goes and uh, joins What's-Her-Face, the time person. I can't remember names. Chronograph. Yeah, I think it's Chroma or something like that. Some ridiculous, and it's spelled with a K. <laughs> Chronological. Which even in that didn't like it. It seemed like it took a lot. To, didn't take a lot to convince him. It was it was weird, but you know it was just kind of lame. I thought it was like yeah. his whole thing. I did like his turn- background stuff a lot. Like just about him and his family. That's yeah, stuff yeah, I yeah, liked yeah. a lot. But, like, is in the overarching story of the confrontation that's happening, yeah, it was pretty weak sauce, and then he's just on another team because it's easier that way, and it's like, come on, this is Jax we're talking about. He's just like, yeah, you're right, that makes a lot more sense. 
Like, Jax, Jax is one of the, through the old, I mean, not that there's a lot of story in any of these games, yeah. but he's like, he's the Boy Scout of Mortal Kombat. Because yeah. Johnny Cage is a playboy. He's not your Boy Scout. Jax yeah. has always been the Boy Scout. So yeah. to have the guy who's like the most morally convicted just be like, yeah, bad guys, why not? <laughs> he might have it's pretty weak sauce. He might have fists of steel, but he's got a paper heart. I will say though, they've made him in this game watch. the funnest to play out of all of them. I I don't really do well with slow characters oh. in any game. Um, he is the most playable in this game than he's that he's ever been in my opinion. Yeah, he's got some good combos. He's got some fun combos. Yeah, they they did a good job with. All, in fact, all the characters were really fun to play. I it, it's going to be a hard uh, yeah. decision which one's the best. Once, once you get yeah. away from the story, they're all great. Mm-hmm. But the story paints them in a light that I will never unsee again. Yeah, even the ones that you're like not excited to play, you play them and you're like shocked. You're like, huh, that was actually really fun. I liked uh, Jacqueline a lot. Yeah. I even chose her yeah. most of the time out of Jacks, but Jacks getting those fists burning and stuff is awesome. Yeah, she's very good. You know what also is awesome. And get your fists burning. And get your fists burning. And that's better than this story mode of the podcast. Ooh, tell me. The The ad that's coming up. Oh, nice. Welcome (laughs) to the ad. Thank you guys for uh, listening to that. If you're on YouTube, it's just going to be a real quick back to us. Uh, Back to us. (laughs) And back to us. Because... We're going to be continuing talking about this inconsistent, inconsistent story because this is the most. I'd probably say the reason why we're hitting the story so hard is because there's just all the juicy bits in that. Well, it's, and, it's really easy. And to literally go into in it. Mortal Kombat 11, the story is let's just dip and dive into all the old stories that have ever been told. Yeah. So like, how can it not be? That's but true. I'm not. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying like. The premise of the story is that it's not going to make any sense because they're time traveling. <laughs> yeah. I normally wouldn't mind this. It's just in the Mortal Kombat feels very weird yeah. for me. For me, that's why it was really, I'd be, this is Mortal Kombat. They, they could have gone a really badass way. They went with more of a, a different way that I'll get into later on that. But like, <laughs> I'll get into it later. This, 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 so this, so towards the end, you're crossing the sea of blood, right? To try to get to the Chrono Trigger chick, I know that's that's a completely different game. Cro Crocotroff. Crocotroff. Crocotoa. Oh, <laughs> But you had to cross the blood, uh, the Sea of Blood, and there. I don't know if I ever noticed like there was any one spot where there was like a beach or anywhere that because it's bottomless everywhere. Why is there an anchor on the ship? Yeah. Plot device. Well, <laughs> counter argument. How many people are building ships for the Sea of Blood? I think you just kind of bring over the boat you had for other purposes and go, they work here. No, those are those are <laughs> ships that are in that realm. People live in the realm of Sea of Blood. Yeah. They live there. You got me. I got zero counter. Why would you build that type of ship the, anywhere go, yeah. else and then transport it? You go to the Sea of Blood and hear some ship. They're like, my father built this on the, the, anchor, on, the on the shores of endless time. The anchor's for keeping the blood clots down because you don't want one to rise up right oh, under gross. your boat. Then you're stranded. Okay. Okay. Breaking up blood clots that form, just like uh, just like <laughs> ice on the on the ocean. You got to break up those clots. An anchor would do that yeah. really good. I would say yes, except for <laughs> aiming it is going to be a hell of a nightmare. You just be better off with a, a blood clot harpoon. They're just going to show. They're going to just send Kotokan out there anyway, and he's just going to sword slam into yeah. the ground. So you know what would really fit in the Mortal Kombat universe though is to have a big giant bell on your ship that you can just ring. To summon uh, Clotthulhu, who comes and dissipates the clot, and that way we can incorporate Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) You know it does exist, though, Clotthulhu. Cthulhu (laughs) would be awesome in this. And it's Mortal Kombat, so it would not make sense. Like, you could have Mickey and... I'm not even joking here, but I am. But, like, you could have Mickey in Mortal Kombat, and I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say, I will say, it was a cool way to get rid of that immortal dude, the the sand dude or soldier that kept coming back. What a good way to actually yeah. wrap his ass up. From blowing him up a bunch of times, beheading him, a bu- you know, once, I think, um, to finally just going, you can't kill me. And he's just like, it's going to suck to be falling forever in the sea of blood. Because it's endless. Yep. So that was pretty cool. I like that. No, I, 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 like I that. agree, but it was, it, was just, it was hard for me once I got past that part of like, why is there an anchor on a ship that's in the bottomless sea? <laughs> yeah. like, needed I get it, it to tie it to, to the guy. Off the, All yeah. they had to do was have a metal cage there. <laughs> that's oh, <laughs> man. Wow, this metal cage here that can catch blood clots. We're going to push you in there and push you <laughs> oh off. Oh, my gosh. I can't <laughs> even remember that world's name. Like, 
I know the dudes are called the Tarkatans or whatever, but whatever, whatever that realm is. Yeah, you think they've got metal cages there, guy? Uh, with all like, the bones more and likely stuff? than an anchor. <laughs> and the acid I, pits and all the other crazy. All I gotta say is, yeah, uh, metal doesn't last long in that. I know place. where the intern was put on. Oh my god! The story. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, this will work. <laughs> That's fu- that is funny. Uh, sorry, intern. Sorry, intern. He got choked out a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. They had to let him know what Mortal Kombat's like in real life so he knew what to carry into his games. That's the guy that got the PTSD. Yeah. That's so, with this, they went very grand scale, I feel like, was a story, you know, like with the times and all that. And I'm not normally against that. Just felt really weird in Mortal Kombat. It felt like it went so far. I'm like, how are they going to make another one? But, uh... I just like by the end, but then there's another chapter. There's another part. There's part two aftermath. Yeah, I don't know if you oh, guys I played didn't that. Realize that I thought it was just DLC. That's like a part two. I think two? that is DLC, yeah. but they say part two, and where I'm like, I'm so, now. sorry, what? Oh, I was just gonna say I bought I bought the ultimate edition, so it's, it came with all of that. Yeah, shit. but I like how it says part two, where like it makes it feel like it was a part of the original game, and it's not. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't get a I didn't get to play the whole part of part two, just where. They pretty much break the ending of part one. <laughs> they have the ending. They have all the nice endings and everything. And, and, that's, and that kind of broke also this point where it's yeah. like, how are they going to make another one? They're going to have to reboot it again because they've literally broke time. I'm like, anything else after that, it's just like, it's too. that's the problem of going too grand. If you go too grand in a universe, then you either have to reboot it or you got to go even weirder. And it doesn't. it's not fun, in well, my I will opinion. say, having not played the second part, I felt like the way they ended it was not... They did break time, but they broke time to stabilize it because that was Chroma's whole thing was she kept messing with it. So they broke time, but whoever won, that's the stable timeline moving forward. And they... Well, but yeah. the thing is... It's so the thing weird. is, is when you have multiple endings like we're talking about here, they still have to decide which one is the canon ending, and they usually don't even reveal which one that is until the next game. So technically speaking, I'm sitting here thinking that Sub-Zero's ending is the right one, but they might come out oh. with Mortal Kombat 12 and they're like, no, we picked uh, Jade's ending is the one that's the main line. And then you have to, like, now all the stuff that you were excited for with the changes might completely be retconned out because it doesn't fit in line with the Jade end game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so it just causes problems, like you're saying. They have the... Ta- so they they have one of the towers where you can unlock all the endings, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, the, it's, the, it's one of the more classic... Uh, they call it classic... Um, with a K, with a K, yeah, Keep everything. Everything that's the C is a K in this. Uh, KK. Chronograph. Okay, the KKK confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Mortal Kombat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but no, they 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 literally break that whole ending. So all those endings you get, they break it with aftermath. Dang. Because in part two, what happens is right before he's, uh, you know, the character starting to change the sands of time and all that stuff starts to crack a little bit. Out pops out. I don't remember their names. I'm sorry. Uh, some other characters that come in. I'd have to look it up. Turkleton. Right? I think it's Shang Soon and. Uh, it is Shang Soon. Yeah. Oh, Shang Soon. He is a good bad guy. I'll, I'll be excited to have. Well, him he comes in and you're working with him. What? And you're because you're trying to restore it. But you know, I don't. I haven't finished part two yet. Shang Soon's the new Raiden. Is Raiden the new bad guy again? I hate when they make Raiden the bad guy. Raiden's immortal. I- I don't know, but all I know is, grand scale or not, what a stupid story. Her (laughs) whole thing, her whole thing was to get Raiden and Kung Lao not, er, Liu Kang, Kung Lao? Kung Lao. Liu Liu Kang? Liu Kang. Jeez Louise, brain farts. I always get those two confused. That one to the, Kung Lao. Yeah, and I always I get their names confused, so I choose the wrong character in the fights. I played the wrong guy, most the dragon guy. I yeah, played him way more than guy. I wanted to. Um, so anyway, her whole thing was to get them to not combine, right, and become this semi-demi-god, whatever, new god type of deal. Oh, right. Uh, and then that's exactly what happens. The, the original storyline, Raiden's a dick holding um, Shinnok's uh, uh, metal... Or amulet, and getting his, getting evil. And his face. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> Liu Kang, Liu Kang is a freaking revenant somewhere else. They are never gonna work together. Raiden hates Liu Kang. Mm. He's just like he's not the person you'll remember. Okay, great. Why mess with the timeline, you dumb dumb bitch? <laughs> I will say I did like the beginning cutscene of Mortal Kombat. I I had so many hopes. I watched that and I was like Tyson. I think this might be better than the movie that just came out. I no. thought that for a second, and then I was like, the movie was way better. Yeah. Uh, 
movie's pretty rough. Oh, that's the, I'm that's just going to say, I'm, I'm putting all of these stories directly <laughs> in the land of rough, and I'm going to leave them there, in the dog cage where they belong. <laughs> I still, I mean, I still enjoyed it. I watched and played the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you know what? That's a fair statement. Despite how bad they actually, they are, they actually are, I do enjoy them. Every well, time. Yeah, and so, like, Oh, and part of it is the endings. I actually like the endings. Each character was explained, you know, I watched all the endings, and each character was explained, you know, they explained how each character would go about changing the timeline for themselves. And I liked it because it stuck to their character, typically. Yeah. Um, really good. You know, like, th- th- they got what they wanted. And it's really weird. It's like, instead of controlling all of eternity and everyone, it's like, uh, like half times, I just want to be Grandmaster. Yeah, you know, of their clan. That was like Grandmaster a quarter of the, of the endings. Did you guys watch? Be Gambit. <laughs> Did you guys watch any of the Gambit? multiple endings or anything like that? Yeah, I played through quite a few of the endings once because once you beat the game, you unlock that tower mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched them on YouTube and I ruined it. For I may myself, have. But. I may have watched the ones I didn't want to play because there's certain characters I didn't enjoy playing. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, just YouTube these. All I gotta say because it's way too much to go into right now. Like I could go into. Oh yeah, we no. could go into each one. That'd but be the full podcast just talking exactly. About but it's definitely worth at the very least going onto YouTube and watching them. But if you really have the time, go play it. I know. Yeah, some just play them. It's it's a quick. Do the smallest tower. It's fine. I'm just saying, like if you don't have the time. No, you have the time. Go what play. I'm saying it. You is, bought the game. Don't buy the game now. And just watch Return it. Turn the game. Watch people play it online, and that's bet. it. That's all you have to do. Well, I know. On Twitch. I know James no. has said a couple of times <laughs> when we've talked about this game that like the one thing, I, and you haven't been clear on if you think it's a misstep or if it's something you like, but you feel like it feels less like a Mortal Kombat, more like a superhero fighting game. Yeah. It really does. Get the game together. Guess we're getting everyone together. Oh, we're going to get all the past people that are not you corrupt son now. of a bitch, I'm in. Exactly. That's what it feels <laughs> Just like. Just when I thought I was out, they boo me back they in. They boo me back That's what it feels like. It feels like you go from the start where it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, Raiden's really, you know, he's hardcore. And I'm, I'm kind of liking it. I'm like, cool. Like, he's kind of turning into a bad guy. And I, I, I like Raiden. I don't want him to turn into a bad guy in the end. But still, like, yeah. that's kind of, it'd be grittier that way. Raidelhoff. Radelhoff. Radelhoff turned into a bad guy. So typical. And, uh, you know, he just gets the game back together. Okay, guys, gotta rescue them. Okay, we gotta go and do this. Okay. Oh, looks like things are really going down now. We gotta we gotta make sure we transport you guys over there and grab them and make sure everything, you know, it's just, it just feels like everything lines up so well and everyone's just trying to go, you know, even some of the bad guys in previous games like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna ally with you guys and then we're gonna take down the Time Lord, which is good, but it didn't feel very gritty. It felt very superhero and not too many people it died. It kind of sounds like died. a bad episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> which now that I'm having said that, Mortal Kombat 12, please put the gang in that Mortal Kombat ball. 12. Oh, Charlie, Charlie Day Cal- in Mortal yeah, Kombat. Charlie Day needs one to of be his moves is Charlie just him showing off his jorts. Careful. Sorry, I keep smacking the screen. But I'm doing the George scene where he's like, can you do this in jeans? No, you can't. He'll drink fight milk and just go <laughs> swinging his arms. Uh, that'd be down. awesome. That'd be, be that'd be a custom class I'd spec into. But yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying right there. It's... Uh, although I do, I will say playability-wise, I do like it. But yes, it's like, let's get the gang together. Uh. Let's get the gang together, and then no one really, like, Scorpion dies, but he doesn't die because, you know, his his past Scorpion. self is, you know, whatever. Yeah. But and, though he died in the lame way. He's like, I'm poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Raiden, can't, can't you do something about There's it? A snake in my boots. <laughs> That's about somebody, right. Somebody poisoned the water hole, oh. darn it. It's That's like, funny. I've been poisoned. I'm going to die. <laughs> well, I, I, there's no way I'm going to oh. get it past this. We <sighs> have to shout out Balloon Shop right here because that would have been a better poisoning oh. scene for Scorpion <laughs> than anything else. Oh, my gosh. Hey, do you like one of these truffles? They're poisoned. So it's <laughs> like, I am coming right out of a battle and I'm famished. <laughs> <laughs> so um. to, like, to put a little cap on that whole, like, also some of the aesthetics felt like, Parts of it, like the blood sea, was awesome and mm-hmm. it felt gritty and I loved it. But then you get to the time area and I'm like, this is like the Protoss in StarCraft. It literally felt like I'm like, oh yeah. wow, the Protoss got unlocked and that would have been awesome. That would have been a better ending. But uh, not very consistent. But then, uh, you know, that's the game. Yeah. So it would have been consistent. But yeah, just to cap it off, every, like multiple parts felt too clean also and it made it feel super nervous. Yeah, it's, it's such a unique perspective to hear from you guys because it's not what I'd expect. Like, 
I definitely can relate to and understand the changes that you're referring to, but just nerf is not the word that comes to nerf. mind for me. But Heard to it. each their own, man, because again, a lot of people really like the 360 map movement. I've always more liked where you could like uppercut them into a pit of spikes. So you can do that in that one too. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, everyone has their preferences because there's a lot of Mortal Kombat's and there's a lot of different opinions on which ones are the yeah, best. Yeah, but ones. the 360 didn't change the whole feel of what Mortal Kombat did. This no, nerf well, shininess. Well, depends on the did. game. Some of the 64 ones, not all of them, but some of the 64 ones were pretty crazy. But then there was like on the PlayStation 2 Mortal Kombat Deception, which actually was a great balance of that. Yeah, it it kind of right. had the feel like these have now, but with you still had the 360 yeah, levels. It was it was getting us back to the originals. Mm-hmm. And some dope costume. That was when the graphics started to get back to good, because they were away from good for a long time. Uh, but yeah, anywho, that's all I have to say about that. Now, one thing with this game, and this has been around for a few games, but I really like it, is minor customization within your uh, favorite character's class. So you can pick different, like, if you're playing Sub-Zero, it'd be Grandmaster class, or like, uh, Cryo dude class, or some other, like, weapons-based. So there's usually three different settings, and then um, some of the games even let you customize their appearance, which is super awesome. So I really like that. I like customization in any game, especially considering some of the horrific things they've done to Sub-Zero in the past. I like that I can go back to having a dope costume with Sub-Zero, rather than just a nice little sleeve cut freaking jean shirt with some patches on it, which is basically what some of his stuff looks like. Uh, I really like that, and I like that it mixes it up um, I'm not positive for all, but it does seem like for some of these characters, it's basically a slow, medium, fast within the confines of what that character is capable of. So you can yeah. have like a really slow and heavy hitting Sub-Zero versus a slightly quicker um, and much more spell-based Sub-Zero. And I like that flexibility because if you love a character, but you like certain play styles, like a slower play style, it's nice to be able to kind of get that feel pushed into a character that you like. That's why I miss the the different uh, being able to switch between those three move sets in the older games, like back oh, yeah. in the Redemption days. Mm -hmm. Being able to switch between two basically melee combat or ha empty handed, I should say, and then a, a weapon. Everyone had like yeah. their own little weapon and stuff. So I, I like, did like I, that. I like that being able to flip on the you know switch on the fly and then be able to chain those combos all together. Uh, again, just a very uh, much more technical and combo heavy. Uh, Mortal Kombat, which I enjoyed, but I do like these ones as well. I, and I agree with that. Like, I liked it more when there was a little bit different playstyles that you could uh, mess around with as opposed to this. But the customizer, like, customizing everything is just so fun. Yeah. It was, I really liked it. And it forces you to go and do the crypt, which A, is cool on its own. Yeah. But B, like, it gives you a reason to be there. And that's so huge. A lot of games miss that when you have extra stuff, but you don't actually give the player a reason to be there. Yep. Uh, it's a big miss. you got to give them a reason. And for me, customization, I will always, no matter what the game is, if I don't like the game, I will spend more time in the game customizing than I will playing the game. Quick quick little excerpt on the crypt, though. If you're going to give me something to swing in there, don't make it a one-time swing. Let me swing it all the time. There's so many things to break in that game. And you slow me down. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Oh. Yeah, it's like putting a limiter on your car's engine. It's just like, why? why? Yeah. How about just the car just doesn't go this fast in the first place, if that's going to be the thing? You have Mortal Kombat where <laughs> I can literally go, high punch, high punch, high punch, but I can't swing that thing in the crypt for crying out loud. What am I being respectful? I'm Bro, smashing skeletons. You just won a Mortal Kombat tournament. You're tuckered out, all right? That's the, <laughs> that last key. Yeah. Is the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's a really heavy hammer. Oh, man, I'm tuckered out. <laughs> so, but anyway, that was just the small thing on that stupid crypt. <laughs> Other than that, I liked it, but come on, make it a little more agile. But uh, going into agility, I liked the characters that were a little bit quicker. I really liked Jackie, uh, Jackie uh, Jax. I forget her yeah, last name. Jackie Jacqueline. Jackie Jacqueline. I think Briggs, Briggs is their last name. There we go. Dang it, Reeds. But I always go to Scorpion. Scorpion was my main because I love Scorpion, so that's the first one I master or at least get good at enough to, like, beat the towers and stuff, and then I move around. But uh, Kotal Kahn and uh, Devora, uh, it's a real toughie between my favorite for these ones. Devora is such a good add as a new character. Killer character, awesome. It. I really expected to hate her because I have a thing with bugs. She's kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I agree with all that. I am a basic bitch when it comes to favorite character. <laughs> Johnny Cage. Who is it in Mortal Kombat? Nah, it's my my first love, Johnny Cage. No, it's uh, Scorpion. <laughs> I love Johnny. <laughs> Scorpion, man. I love Scorpion. I've loved him since day one. I love Scorpion. And so, like, I also like Sub-Zero a lot. Those are actually some of my two favorite classic characters. I like Raiden. Um, I just go back to, like, my days of being a child where yeah. I'm sure I just... Lightning, that's so cool. It, it is, though. You know, that's the whole fire, thing. Fire, ice, all cool. I, I just love here. That's why I like Scorpion. Sub-Zero's face into the ground with Scorpion all the time. Yeah. That's the only reason I like having <laughs> Sub-Zero. <laughs> I was really excited for these guys' picks because I got things to say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the worst part is that I, I liked, like, when I played anyone else, yeah. I liked it. And like, as the documentary movie that just released shows, Sub-Zero's bad, Scorpion's good. To- totally. Totally. Get over here. You can't get better than that, really. You can't. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's like other favorite like characters. I think you're right. Like, um, right on the money. I, they're all actually really fun. I, I have a hard time with these like fighting games specifically, and like other fighting yeah. games, uh, it's a little easier for me to find a favorite. In Mortal Kombat, I really do have a hard time. Yeah, finding the one that I like the most. It more is off aesthetics and like who the character is typically. Yeah. Because I've like in the past I've liked to play Nightwolf. Um, I haven't. I don't think I ever got to play him in this one though. Yeah, he's pretty good in this one actually. I didn't play I him have, in this. I one. in the past have not liked Nightwolf, and in this game I like him quite a bit. <laughs> I loved him in uh, Redemption. So good. I didn't that might that be when that might be when I liked him. But uh, uh, who I thought I would like was Aaron Black, and I don't like him. Yeah, I, I didn't care for his combos, his move sets. I think even Ed Boon. Hoped that he wouldn't get cowboyed up as much as he got cowboyed up in a little documentary I was watching. They were talking about characters, and uh, I think they wanted that flavor to him, but they didn't want him to be straight cowboy, and it kind of ended up that way. And He's I'm straight cowboy. It's, it basically just feels like a, we a more harsh version of the dude from uh, that Blizzard game. We didn't want to make oh. him too cowboy, <laughs> so we gave him some fancy-looking six-shooters, a fancy-looking long gun, a cape, a hat, boots, and holsters... And oh, every once in a while, cowboy, he's though. about to he's, ult, he goes, it's high new court combat. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's that type of cowboy, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. He's the kind you find out at a show in Vegas? <laughs> Maybe. That's my kind of cowboy. He might be starring with Heath Ledger. <laughs> but no, I know. He's not that, he's not, you know, he's not that bad. Like, he just, they just did make him very cowboy. And if that wasn't their goal, I don't yeah. understand how they ended up with cowboy. But... To but no, he just the roster. It is he is very different. No, he's cool. I just don't like his moveset. I think he's a cool character though. Like, and I th- I find his outfit awesome. I just hated his moveset. Mm. I thought I was really gonna like his moveset. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's kind of like how Striker was, right? Like, because Jax was such a baller character in the original games. I always thought like he wasn't my favorite to play because he's a slower character. But I've always thought he was awesome. And then you get uh, Striker. And you're like, okay, here's another, like, one's a military guy, this guy's a cop guy, what's he going to bring to the table? And then, like, literally, he's just a cop. <laughs> and nightstick. you're just like... Nightstick. I don't... There's so few people that I know of that like Stryker, and if you are one of those people, I'm not going to apologize. He's just a cop. <laughs> but, like, you get all his same movesets in other characters, like Cassie Cage, uh, Jackie Briggs... And all that. To be fair, not, uh, Striker has been around for a long time. But then even then, you still had, like, he's just basic. He's a real basic moveset character even in those games. So, oof, I'm not in love with the Striker guy. Nah. But uh, that's kind of what I get out of Homeboy as well. Aaron, Aaron Black. Yeah, Aaron Black. I was yeah. going to call him Rogers, but. Aaron Rogers. One, one of them is significantly better than the other. <laughs> I will have to say, I was disappointed I wasn't able to play some of the other characters, like like the the included into the universe, like Robocop, the Joker, yes. Terminator. Um, I just didn't play them because they don't belong. I will play them, but I was trying to get like the legit yeah. mortals. I was trying, yeah, exactly. And but like the ter- oh man, Terminator feels like he kind of belongs. Well, there's some that so do bad. like the Predator. What Predator totally feels like a Mortal Kombat character. To. And then Jason Voorhees, I feel like because of Devora, he now fits in. She brings enough of a horror element to like justify. <laughs> and like really, it's like realms, right? So yeah, yeah. anything goes. If that's a realm that exists, they're gonna yeah. grab the fighter from that one, brand old Jason, and he'll just be like, "Mother, where's mother?" <laughs> He's going to try and kill back to Mother, so he's going to be great. <laughs> I mean, they brought Marvel in at one point. So yeah. so what do you guys think? How does this hold up to other games? Um, 
It doesn't. I think it's the worst game. Uh, it just period on the PlayStation Five. Now hold on. Period. The worst. Pr- sorry. Uh, hold up to other Mortal Kombat's, not other games. How does it hold up to other no, Mortal Kombat? No, hold up. Like I gotta tell you guys who my favorite character is. Oh, we talked so much about <laughs> other things. I thought we were done. Nope. That my bad. But I'll just real quick. Uh, Sub Zero, and I have to point out that one of the things that I like about Mortal Kombat Eleven is that they finally made it less of an issue with the Sub-Zero uh, Scorpion thing. Because now they kind of both are good guys, but because of messing with time, they also still have the potential to be bad guys given whatever's happening. But I'm glad that they made them both good guys with mixed up pasts, which is how Scorpion came to be was coming to get revenge on Sub-Zero, right? And then Noob Saibot is Sub-Zero getting twisted through the series, and then this, the new reboot has his like redemption arc of becoming Sub-Zero again. So, now I have less issues with Scorpion, I still think Sub-Zero is the best, but the one rule still holds true that has held true for Mortal Kombat 1 all the way through. If you play as Sub-Zero and you beat Scorpion, who in the lore of the first game is back from death after getting murked by Sub-Zero to get revenge on Sub-Zero, you murk Scorpion twice, which literally proves that Sub-Zero is a better character than Scorpion. But uh... with all the time... Li- oh, and then I have to point out as well, too... All the time I'm stuff fixing the robot so that it's fine that they're there, but it's not as annoying as how they got there. Thank you for fixing that. I hated the freaking robot stories. But yeah, I like I like the place that they've brought both Scorpion and Sub-Zero to, and it makes me happy. I'm now happier with Scorpion fans, and I'm also still pumped to be a Sub-Zero fan. We're all wrong, and Shag's wrong here. Uh, no. I, I will have to say, like them playing together in the in the story w- seemed like it would be cheesy. I actually quite liked it, and maybe I just like the cheesy friendship thing, where it's like they. I, I'm not saying that necessarily friends, but they work together, and I liked it. Yeah, well, it, it, it explains the mix up of how the original old stuff happened, how they were yep. being manipulated by who's the God of War looking rip off dude. I can't remember his name. But anyways, there's a there's a sorcerer in there that is the reason that uh, the Lin Kuei thought they were being massacred by the other group. So I was glad they explained it. Because this whole game and the game before it, you get this rectification between the two where it's like, oh, we both did bad things on completely false information. I like that much more than the traditional old canon. Like, a lot more. But that's that's it. Sub-Zero's the best. So Shag Sorry. likes Scorpion the most. Yep. Got it. Yep. <laughs> Well, All three. Scorpion. All three scorpions. Yeah, exactly. It's the first time we've ever agreed on this <gasps> podcast. Half Life Two is the best game of all time. <laughs> if that's the case, then you know I think this is the best game underneath Half Life Two. Yeah, underneath, my, oh my gosh. My mind. Uh, so anyway, I don't think this holds yep. up in the series. Honestly, I think the ones that came out on Xbox were way more fun than this. The story mode, everything that it brought mm. into there was way more fun than uh, what this particular game brought, as far as the story goes. Interesting. As far as the fighting goes, pretty badass. Once we get away from the story, yeah. the fighting is great. So where it holds up in this, as far as the other ones for me, story-wise, garbage, shouldn't have wasted your time. The fight's pretty awesome. The fatalities, brutalities, the friendships even, so much fun. And I love that it's not a hundred-year combo trying to pull them off. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everything else about the game, the frame data, the fighting, the defensive, the tutorials, all of the stuff that it gives you helps you become a way more technical fighter if you want to get into the more technical combos and stuff like that. And that frame data tutorial is incredible for it. So as far as the fighting goes, really awesome. Awesome technicals into there. The story, though, man, garbage. Have, have I told you about the garbage story yet? But... For me, it doesn't hold up in that aspect, but as a fighter, awesome. I wish it didn't look so nerf, but yeah. it's still great. What about you? What do you think, James? So, um, it's, a, it's a hard one. I agree. Like, the Xbox, PS2 days, the, I even have, like, uh, the, like the Alliance one. Um, some of those older ones hold up better as a whole experience. Like, I enjoyed them more back then, but if I was to go play, let's say if I was going to sit down, either play against an AI or play with a friend, this would be the go-to. I wouldn't go to those old ones. I'd go to this one um, definitively yeah. for the combat, but if I want to do it for the whole experience, I'd probably go back in time to those, but mm. there's no reason why you couldn't do both. So Yeah, it's true. They're very different. Yeah, just become a collector, 
And I'm, I'm sure Mortal Kombat's cheap to collect. So. <laughs> yeah, for ease of access, this one's my go-to. If I had my choice, I'd go back to the Xbox, but nobody would play it, so I played this one. Yeah. Well, for me, I think it holds up really well. I like the new direction of the reboots. I feel like this is the best of the reboots. Uh, the time-warping story, while it came with a whole bunch of problems, corrects a lot of lore things that I don't like and sets them up to begin telling a good story moving forward. Maybe. But they've fixed a lot of plot holes and gotten rid of a lot of story choices that nobody liked so story wise as far as Mortal Kombat's going now to be fair I skipped out on that whole middle generation I was SNES skipped it one PS2 game like one uh, N64 game and then the reboot is where I picked back up again so for me the reboot's dope I think it holds up really well I think all the new characters are cool like Centrion was really cool the sand guy is a really dope character as well so you have all the Sandages. old characters in all their Sandages. best forms, like with all the costumes and stuff you can get and all the customization you can do. And then you have a lot of new characters that are really fun to play. Like, I really like playing as Cassie Cage. It's a hybrid of Sonya and, and Johnny Cage. Oh, yeah. And I've never liked playing as Johnny Cage, even though I love some of his moveset. So it's nice to get to play a character I like playing as and still be able to punch people in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> So, for me, it's, uh, I really think they were right with the improved version of it, calling it Ultimate. To me, it's kind of the penultimate of this series. It brings all the best things from the old generation, all the best things from the new generation. Story still needs help, but it's Mortal Kombat. It always will. Yeah, it always will. <laughs> well, some of them are good. Uh, the stories can be okay, like good. It's just this one was just over the top. Um, yeah. Too much. Meaning, and the continuity just, didn't line up at all yeah, for anything. Yeah. They could, if they're going to spend all that money on making it, because that's a lot of CGI, a lot. Yep. At least try to get some of it. Like the guns, the firing the guns alone, like, was so bizarre. I was like, this is like PlayStation 2 era. Yeah, that was a little weird. Very bizarre. Very bizarre, where I'm like, we, we, the industry has a standard for doing this type of stuff. Why aren't you sticking to that? Once again, or intern. They're like, okay, intern, all the hard parts you need to learn. Yeah. Here you go. Yep. Nope. It was the intern's fault. There's just they just wanted to, <laughs> they wanted to make it cheap, easy, and blame the intern. Poor intern. I will say that was the true fatality of this whole thing was that poor intern. That was probably the one that got the PTSD. Oh probably. I, sh I should mention one thing, because we don't cover much of the fighting genre, probably won't, to be honest. The fighting genre is very complex, deep, and very knowledgeable. One of the things that I think makes Mortal Kombat more approachable than almost any of those other games is they've kept that design in mind as they built it. So what Mortal Kombat offers that other fighting games don't is that it is actually approachable for new players. Like you were talking about yeah. with all the break-in and frame info. Dude, just turn on the loading screen for Street Fighter 4. Not the loads, or the, op the opening menu. And just all the options and how bland it looks, just like a tan background with plain text. I'm like, <clears throat> I'm already out. I haven't even started yet. I played Can't three be. matches of that game and I'm like... I miss the days when Street Fighter was simple. And I get why the deep fighter fans don't, because there's a whole thing to fighting games. And I'm glad that's there. I'm just saying, as someone that is not a fighting game guy, it's nice to have an approachable one. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I think it's one of the better fighters of this generation. Probably the best one. Um, but that's... I don't know if that's a good thing also. Um, I just want... I'd like, uh, I'm not the fighter guy. I just guess the fighters aren't um, really holding my attention lately if they could go a different yeah. route i think most people just find the fighter that they like and they stick with it and mortal kombat's right. always been just the one i enjoy because i think it's for the casual fighter and the in-depth fighter too yep. i think once you get into those uh other games you can get a little bit more complicated but this one will always kind of hit both fans i think and I the think story right. and the characters are all cool yeah all the cool. other ones i don't give a shit about cool for the other the fighters K. yeah cool with the k <laughs> cool. man no. smoke <laughs> I'll say this. I do think cool. that um, I think of Mortal Kombat kind of as a gateway, right? Like if you don't gateway play track. fighters and you want to try one, try Mortal Kombat. And then if you like it, you might like fighters. If you like fighters, the pool goes deep. Yeah. But if you're going to try any of the other ones and you haven't really played fighters, you're in for a world of hurt because a lot of those are incredibly technical, incredibly deep and very unforgiving fan bases. Nothing wrong with that. It's an incredibly competitive scene, but that's kind of how I look at Mortal Kombat. It's, it's the entry point where it has, like you said, something for the beginners, but there's also the depth there for people that want to get more into it. 
and that will lead you into the deep, deep pool of like fighters. Jeez. You know what it reminds me of? Actually, I feel like they took Injustice and maybe blended their that art style because I like Injustice. I feel like it's a little bit more like that. It is art yeah. style, wise, yeah. That's what it feels like. So maybe that's Nerf. part of the problem. <laughs> Nerf. Uh, well, yeah. So that being said, um, definitely recommend it. Uh, it's, it's a good casual fighter and you can never go wrong to just have one on hand at all times especially if you have buddies that hang out it never hurts to just you know fight it out every once yeah. in a while and yep. the main thing isn't the story uh i it, the story was secondary for me i went in to just go fight and then i'm like oh yeah that's right i probably should play this story to get yeah. ready for this so nobody buys it for the story they buy it for the fight they buy it for the fun <laughs> Apparently, Shag buys it for the story. I he the reads the articles in Playboys. Um, <laughs> so, but no, yeah, like most of the time you're going to buy it for the fighting and the gore and just the fun of the fatalities and stuff like that. So definitely worth it. Uh, the story is secondary. You'll play it. You'll find some enjoyment. Yeah. Have you seen that Mylena spread, though? No, I'm just Oh, gosh. Uh, no, it really is that, though. I think the majority of people that buy this game probably don't even touch the story unless they're trying to unlock stuff. Like, this is a game you buy to go online and fight with other people. It's very Soul Calibur. It's very any other fighting game. Yeah. You don't buy it for the story. Jump in, uh, fight. But I am a single-player gamer, and I don't want to fight other people that actually know what they're doing. So I that's Power. why Easy that's why I say I play it for the story. Uh but I don't. I just I just play it to get my fight fix in for three years, and then I'll come back to another one a couple yeah, of years yeah. later. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, it's making it a little harder because I don't think any of us are, like, true fighters. We don't play every yeah. single one every once. It's time, weird that I love the Mortal Kombat universe so much, but, like, the, the genre of game, I'm like, meh. <laughs> yeah, it's it, they're so they can be so fun though, and we don't need to go into any other ones because I I'd go into Injustice because I actually had a lot of fun in that one too. It's um, pretty good, but that being said, this is it. We're done. Any last little word you want to put in? Fight Club's better. <laughs> uh, to end on that, I guess. Uh, finish it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this has been the Games Revealed podcast brought to you by Bunny Strike Studios. This is James. I'm Tyson Diamond Hands Tyson. And Chagway. And as usual, if you have any friends that you think would like this episode, let them know about it. Check out shopbunnystrike.com. Thanks, guys. Okay. Later. Peace.